All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so glad you are joining us today. If you are listening in um, every week, then happy Easter. Hope you had a wonderful Good Friday, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday weekend. And uh, I hope the Lord spoke to you in some way. Um, you know, that is really the, the crux of our faith. And so uh, today we uh, have a super interesting topic that we want to just jump right into, guys. Um, and it is manifesting right and uh you know there's a couple different terms of manifesting yeah you think when i you know when i first heard (laughs) the the words i was thinking about like those scary movies and like uh manifesting demons and that whole thing um and uh that is not what we're talking about today um this is actually uh, something that really is uh kind of caught fire um just in the world and in culture the last, what I've noticed the last few years, but especially probably like the last year or two, um, where it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to manifest things into existence. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, be able to uh, speak things in and they're going to occur. So I'm going to pray really quick because Brendan prayed right before, but I, I just, just for you listeners, I think we need to do a really short prayer. So Lord, we just pray you speak to us, Lord. And uh, that we hear, uh, you know, your voice that you cut through the noise, Lord, and really make things clear of what is truth and what is not truth, and that you teach us something. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Now, I've seen. Now let's let's real well, real quick. I've seen this a lot in the business realm of things, right? Mm, okay. Like, there's a lot of business um, entrepreneurs. Um, uh-huh. on YouTube saying you need to manifest this stuff. You need to manifest this. So they're getting these millions of views teaching people how to ma- that they need to manifest this stuff in their life. So that's one area yeah. where I've really seen it like big time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, and I think the the influence of social media, influencers, YouTube channels, there's a ton of people that uh, I've caught wind of uh, I was talking to these guys and uh, many of you listening may have seen the same thing. And it just has become, it's seemingly more of a commonality in conversation and things people are doing. And and you're seeing people do good things, you know, and there be good results or you're seeing like, like Matt said, like in the business world, success, seeing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing success in things. And so you're like, okay, well they're doing something and you're seeing a result. And so you're like, does this really add up? And I think that's where, you know, we want to dive into that. And, and from, from whatever perspective, if you're, you know, following in Christianity, if you're not, uh, and just the dangers of it and, and really what the, the roots of this is. So yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot that goes around it. Yeah. So, so manifesting really comes from a couple of different things. Definitely the new age movement. Um, it calls in the law of attraction, right? That <clears throat> if you speak into the universe, you're attracting it to you. Uh, there's a, I guess, um, a book called The Secret that really kind of talks a lot about this. And so really the fascinating thing about all of this is there's some similarities to uh, principles, scriptures, things in the Bible. So so there's this principle, right, in Matthew 4, right, where, where Satan is tempting Jesus. And how does he do it? He takes scriptures, right, from the Old Testament and he takes them and twists them uh, for for his uh, glory, for to try to tempt Jesus. And really, that is a common pattern of the devil, right? If he can't have you fully 
you know, live without God or turn away from uh, a faith in, in God, a lot of times what happens is you see these, uh, these truths that are twisted that are a little bit different. And so that's, that's really a, a big emphasis on it, right? It's, um, it, and there's some different scriptures where it's like, um, you know, part of, part of this whole uh, manifesting is, you know, speaking these thoughts into existence and, and believing these things. Well, then you have scriptures that's uh, Philippians 4, 8, fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise, right? And you go, well, like, hey, um, you know, that isn't that the same thing? No. See, the difference and the really the core of of everything when it comes to manifesting is it puts you on the throne. Uh, manifesting is puts you at the center. You're the reason. You're doing it for you a lot of times. And it's because that you were you worked hard, you did all these things, but also that that you just manifested into the universe and it occurred. And it's really removing God out of the equation. It's removing God out of the equation for a credit, right, for glory. And it's also removing God out of the equation for a purpose about what you're pursuing, about why you're pursuing it. I'm because I want this. And because I want to do this, and also because I can do this, instead of as Christians, we believe in relying fully on God. So, would love that, you know, that's a general, uh, you know, review of it uh, very quickly. But anything else you guys want to add to, you know, just the descriptor of manifesting and, and that itself? Yeah, I, I think it becomes a very dangerous practice. And, um, you know, recently there was, something I came across and this it, actually someone had sent it to me and I was listening to it and this guy was talking about, uh, you know, the things in it and it kind of goes in lines with manifestation and meditation. And he, he was trying basically to teach people how you do this practice in, in the sense of, uh, you know, what are you focusing on? And, and within this idea of manifestation and law of attraction, it's kind of like, you know, what are you inputting that's positive, you know, if you're gonna, if you're going to uh, have negative thoughts, you're going to attract negative things. If you are going to have positive thoughts, you're going to attract positive things. And so there's some things that we're like, and, and again, we're going to talk a little bit later more of the crossover that within Christianity and where the dangers kind of lie within that. But I think just for face value, it's kind of like having this emphasis. And again, it's putting everything on, okay, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, and again, just like Donald, you said, it's like, it, it comes back to you and what you have the power to do. And, you know, one of those things, it's like, it, it's just not always even practical from a practical side of things. Uh, and, and so it's like, okay, well then if you have negative thoughts are just purely negative things going to happen uh, in, in your life. And so I, I think it's very dangerous. And this individual I was listening to and he was talking about it, it was just, he was even saying, he's like, whether you put it on a focus of God or not, or yourself or the universe. And it just gets so uh, in such a gray area of things where it's like, okay, if you are meditating on these things and scripture talks about what are the meditations of your heart, right? But, but it's like, you know, if you're trying to put your focus solely on this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Like we said before, yes, things may happen, but then when they don't, 
you know, what, what do you do with that? How do you describe what happens? And so it's kind of like, are you putting that fully that one, that's a lot of pressure. I think it's a lot of pressure on yourself to say, okay, the things that I'm doing, you know, uh, just solely by my thoughts and where my focus is, that's a lot of pressure to think what is going to happen. What's not going to happen. Uh, I just want to read a, a quick scripture here. James 1, 17 through 21, it says this, it says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he, uh, will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of all his creation. And so it's kind of bringing this idea back to God. And so uh, I, I think we have to be very careful what we're putting the the source of our thoughts, the source of our focus on. And so that's where I, I think we just even uh, kind of dip a little bit into that conversation of, you know, the, the dangers of manifestation, putting it in this kind of idea of the universe. Uh, it's a very grandiose, open and loose, fluid idea, you know, of defining what is the source of that, what is what is the universe, you know? Um, and so it's, it's one of those things you have to be very careful and say, okay, where are you putting the source of your thoughts? Where are you putting the source of your focus? Um, and if you're thinking, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to practice this uh, and hope for the best, where, where is the source of that? And so, yeah, I know I keep saying that, but I, I think it's important for us to, to recognize that. This is what is, again, just really reading, reiterating what you said, Donald, is, is what's the source of, uh your focus in that so my thing is is people will always say you need to write down your goals right you need to write down what you want what do you want in life so a lot of business people say that a lot of just people in general say you need to write down what do you want you need to put it in a drawer and just sit it there that's almost like manifesting you know it's almost like manifesting that I need to write this down so the universe knows what I want. And so that's just, yeah. Donald, do you have something to say? You look like you have something to say. No, I was just, I was pulling up some scriptures. Um, no, and I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I think, I think you're, you know, it's, it's valid, right? Where whether it's as new age or it's, you know, it's like, okay, because like, I believe you should write things down. I believe you should write goals and dreams down The the key is, again, are they your dreams and your goals? Or are they God's? So because that and that's like, sometimes these are almost like two different situations. And then how we um, approach them. You know, we kind of talked about this, this little bit last week, if you guys heard, um, you know, the counterfeit faithfulness episode, if you haven't check it out, but it's this whole like, okay, are we following God or is, is God saying like, or are we, or are we just like kind of doing our own thing and then like just bringing, you know, Jesus along for the ride, right? Are we like actually obeying Jesus or, or is he just kind of, you know, with us, but we have our own agenda. So I think that is a huge piece of this, right? Where, because I, I do think like, yeah, like, write down the promises of God. Like what, you know, what, look at like the, the word of God, right? Like where it says, you know, write on the, you know, write, um, the, the, the law on the tablet of your heart, right? What God has told you to do, how he's told you to live, like, you know, in, in the old Testament. And, and so, 
there's some truth to that. But again, that is all under the sovereignty and all under God un, under following him as a Christian. And, and so the, the one scripture I was, I was looking up and I was trying to find, <clears throat> man, got a cough today. I uh, try to find a different, um, praying for version you. of it, but it's uh Proverbs 14, 23 and Proverbs 14, 23 says this, it says all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Um, and so the other thing that I truly believe, um, sincerely, and this is why we're, we're bringing a lot of different thoughts and ideas because it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a, con the manifesting is kind of its own thing. And then just this in general, these different principles, um, God created, we believe as Christians, God created the earth, the heavens and the earth. He created man. He created the animals, he created the oceans, everything. And with that, he also created uh, a principle of us us working, us, us toiling. Um, you could say that that occurred um, after the first sin of disobeying God in the garden. And then, you know, God saying you're going to have to toil over the earth, but also there was responsibilities, right? Purpose for our lives prior to that with Adam and Eve, which was, uh, you know, Adam named the animals. Adam also, you know, oversaw uh, God's creation. Adam also had a relationship with God. That being said, so some of these principles are tr truthful principles. Like, and again, this is, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this, but I, I also want to tackle this a little bit because some people would be like, well, what about um, Elon Musk? What about Jeff Bezos? And I don't know their salvation. I don't know if they're Christian or not, but you're, they're really wealthy or they're very successful or they worked very hard. Um, and so that's the scripture of all work, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to, only to poverty. I believe there's a lot of biblical principles from God, from the Bible that are true in life, whether you're a Christian or not. So, so like I, I, yeah, like the, God's like, Hey, if you, you know, this proverb, if you work hard, you know, it is a good chance it's going to lead to profit. But if you are just talking, like you're not going to be able to do anything. Right. And, and so I, I make that clear because sometimes people are like, well, so-and-so is, 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 you know, so wealthy, but they don't serve God. Yeah. But that's not, that's not our promise. Like our promise as Christians isn't that, you know, every single one of us is going to be super rich or wealthy. Yes, God might, that might be in his plans for us, but our promise is forgiveness of our sins. Our promise is a, a process of sanctification with him. Our promise is that he will be with us and our promise is eternity in heaven. So though, and that's what this whole thing is, right? Temporal eternal. It's all about eternity first and that that is the the big promise. Now the things here on earth, like, yeah, there could be some different things, um, you know, that, that God could bless us with some different opportunities that he could give us or not. You know, he might, he might call and I just, this is just the obvious example. Like most missionaries are not well off. Most missionaries in the eyes of financial success aren't up the totem pole. Right. <clears throat> and that's the calling God gave them. And I think so, so that's why it gets a little bit where people go, well, so-and-so successful. Yeah. God has designed this world 
And within the confines of this world, right, there are principles that if, and he allows things like, yeah, if you're going to work hard, like there's a chance that you may be successful. Now, the caveat to all these things is as a Christian, what is success? And so for us, we have to be very careful that we don't let our vision be so muddled, right? And, and just be so like, oh, what, you know, what is success? And all of a sudden, what God thinks success is for our lives individually begins to be altered into what we see around us. And this is kind of tackling the root of, you know, how you would start to try this manifesting thing. A lot of times it's because we are starting to drift away from what biblical success is in the word of God and what God has called us to do versus what the world calls success, which might be popularity, which might be a net worth, which might be, you know, whatever social status is that you can think of where God goes, hey, success is obedience to the calling and design I have for your life specifically. And so when we're manifesting it's like well oh i i am you know i i you know a lot of times not all the time a lot of times it's because you're going towards something that isn't success in god's eyes anyway or isn't success for your life there's some there's some christians that god has raised up to be millionaires so that they could have influence and bless people financially for god's kingdom right that's great but that might not be you Right. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that, guys. Yeah, no. And I, and I think it's it's crucial to differentiate that, you know, when when we kind of you have to look at where you're at. And like I said before, whether whether you're listening to this and you're thinking about this practice of manifestation, whether you are a believer or not, you have to ask yourself, OK, when I when I do this, what is, what is my end goal? You know, and then am I putting the power in my own hands and Donald, you kind of talked about this where, where Satan was tempting Jesus in the desert, right? And if we think back in the scripture, like the ultimate deception that did happen is when Satan himself was trying to put himself in the place of God and put himself above God. And so that was kind of the, uh, you know, original deception. And so the, the thing that you really have to be careful about is when you start to put the power into your own hands and say, okay, and, and guys, again, we're not, we're not saying that we don't believe uh, as believers in positive thinking and having a positive mindset or writing down dreams and goals and shooting for them. But we're saying, where are you? Where are you putting your trust? Where are you putting your faith? And if you're starting to put it in yourself, you you really ultimately are, are setting yourself up for, for a huge failure. Now, that could be a very uh, that could be a very harsh statement, right? Like if you're putting it, don't believe in yourself. Don't don't believe that you can achieve it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying where where is your heart? Where is the source of those things? Um, yeah. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says this. And so if we think about this, uh, especially from a, a practical Christian side, and we think about salvation, okay? Uh, I could not save myself from my own sin. And that that's a principle of Christianity. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, 
not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And so to me, within within looking at this idea of, okay, if I'm going to have a positive mindset, if I'm going to um, speak life into the things that I'm doing and not have a mindset that is negative, that absolutely is, is great. Like we should have that. But I have to realize the source of, okay, one, on the issue of salvation and God's saving grace, that comes completely from him. It's not me. It's not anything I could do. It's not a uh, works-based salvation. It's not about how much I can give, how much I can volunteer, how much I can do uh, that is going to save my soul, that is going to make uh, things happen in that sense. No, it comes back to the divinity, the sovereignty of who God is. And uh, we're, we're called to trust and have faith in that because what we just celebrated, what Jesus did on the cross, the fact that he rose again. And so on the issue of salvation, that solely is enough to say, okay. And it said to then, because of that, in light of that, in light of the grace of God, then to pursue the things that God has called us to do, those dreams, those visions, uh, the positivity that we can pump into this world is because God is the one who prepares that. And so I then need to look back towards the source of that, which is God, you know, and not fall into this place where it's it's me that's making that happen. Now, God has given you a life. God has given you abilities. God has given you creativity uh, to do the things that he has called you to do. But it's recognizing that we need to turn back and give him the glory, give him the honor for that. And so if I solely practice just manifesting and say, okay, I have this dream and I even put in the hard work. And because I said it before it happened, or I believe that it was going to happen on my own power and it did happen, then I'm putting glory and I'm putting honor in the wrong place. And that scripturally is a blasphemous thing to put the power, to put the credit, to put the glory back on myself, where it was God who gave me the life, gave me the abilities. And so that's where we really have to look at this and say, okay, if we, if we pick it apart, what, what are the, what are the, the primary focuses of where we give God or where we're giving the glory? And is that to God or is that to ourselves? And so, yeah, I, I think that guys, we have to really be careful about that and define that for our lives. Um, and it, it's a dangerous territory when we start to, to put the, f the full uh, weight of that on ourselves. And so I, I think that's a start and kind of this idea of like, what are the dangers? Because I think that's important for us to think about. What do, what do you guys think are some of the dangers of uh, actually kind of putting that back on ourselves or, or fully just trusting in this idea of manifestation or the law of attraction? So when it comes to that, that, that leads perfectly into what I've been looking into and studying in the Bible about this. And it's just like, I'm a God-fearing Christian, right? You know, it's like, I am scared of what God can do um, to us if we don't do what he wants us to do. And so I've been, I was looking at some scripture and in um, Philippians 4 verses um, six through about, or six through seven. And then I'm going to read verse nine. All right. So we got, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. Now, real quick, I want to bring up what a petition is. A petition in the dictionary is a request made for something desired, especially, um, especially a respectful or humble request as to a superior or to one of those in authority. 
a supplication or prayer. So right there, God's saying, bring your desires to me. Whatever you have desired in your heart, bring it to me. Um, let me go on. Uh, on verse 7, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus. So we just got to, I just feel like if we turn to the universe, we turn, that's like almost saying, God, I don't trust you. I'm turning it to the universe. Um, but some people can say, well, the universe is God, right? Some people might say that. So it's like, but you're not going to God. You're going to the universe. Um, and then let me just read verse nine, uh, real quick, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it in the practice and the God of the, the God of peace will be with you. So that just really hits me hard of like, if you don't turn to God, what should you expect in life? You know, um, if you turn into somebody else, you might be fulfilled peacefully. You might be fulfilled in another way, but is it going to give you the ultimate reward of what we're all seeking? Um, because what, I mean, look at our podcast name. So temporal eternal, you know, you gotta be eternal for Jesus. Eternity. So. No, I, I think you're, you're spot on. And, and that's why I even brought that scripture earlier, guys, and in, in Proverbs about like hard work, because there are going to be people in the world that are going to have a, different accomplishments than you that you can fall into envy and they're not mm -hmm. going to be Christians. <clears throat> and I just want to make that, you know, that, and that's why I had to make that really clear because, and, and then this is like, <laughs> we won't get into huge tangent of like the whole, uh, you know, faith movement and the name and then claim it within the whole Christian culture. But this is really trying to set the correct, our heart is to set the correct expectation for you that, well, they said <clears throat> manifesting isn't good. So I should be bringing it to Jesus. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're going to have a Ferrari. I mean, maybe you will. Maybe the Lord will bless you with a business. Maybe you'll have a, a Lamborghini. Maybe you'll have a, a Tesla. You know, maybe. Maybe the Lord will bless you with, with all these things, with a nice car and houses and all that, right? But maybe not. Like, that might not be what the Lord blesses you with. And that you have to be okay with that. Like, like as a Christian— you know, as Paul said, to to live for Christ and to die is gain. It's it's all about you know for God. And then even like in Philippians, where where Matt's reading that that scripture, right? And you know, bring your request to God. Another scripture that goes uh, right along with it that always makes me think of those things is is Psalms thirty seven four. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And a lot of times that can be twisted. And people are like, well. Let me do a 10 minute prayer time in the prayer closet. And I am going to get my brand new 60 inch TV with the new Xbox or PlayStation, depending what floats your boat. But, but here's the deal. Is that what you want, Donald? A 60 uh, no. inch TV. I I'm okay. I actually, I think I have it. I have that actually. I had a good sale last year. My, my TV broke, but anyways, um, I saved. Okay. Anyways. So the principle of that scripture 
right, is taking delight of the in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart doesn't mean, hey, as long as I hang out with God, it's like hanging out with a rich person. If I hang out with a rich person long enough, they're going to like feel bad for me and then, you know, give me some money or something. No, taking delight, the whole principle, oh my goodness, the whole principle is taking delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What that means is as, as I spend more time with Jesus and I am closer to God, the the cause and effect is my desires become less and less about me, about my flesh, about my wants, and become more and more about God, about Jesus, about his kingdom, about other people. And so he begins to change the desires that are not of his purpose to what is his purpose and also to what he knows will bring me the most fulfillment. And it's not always money. It's not always uh you know, these, these physical things, a lot of times it's, it's things like Matt was talking about, which is peace, which is purpose, which, which is, uh, just joy, right? Like those are those things. So with the heart of all this, and, and as we're, as we're wrapping up with some final thoughts today, guys, like, so here's some principles. God has set up the world that like, yes, right. Like people are going to be successful. Um, there's this thing called manifesting, which you might have heard of, you might have not, where it is making the person more the center and for sure giving all of the glory and the worship to themselves instead of giving God worship, instead of giving God glory, right? And then the last piece that I really want to make sure we kind of hit on it a little bit, but I really want to make sure we, we just land right here is make sure that we don't catch ourselves trying to like, you know, melt these things together. We go, okay, God gives you a calling. God gives you a dream. God speaks purpose over your life. And you're like, okay. And then it's not happening right away. And you don't mm -hmm. see it. And so because you don't see it, then you start to go to self-help books, self, self-help books. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against some of the things that like, can help you and, and, you know, talking to somebody, a therapist, but I'm just saying like some of these things with the new age movement is all about you and you trying to manipulate something to happen. And you see it scattered throughout the scriptures where God will tell somebody to do something and they get impatient. You think about Abram, God gives a promise to Abram that I'm going to make, you know, uh, nations, you know, like the, your descendants are going to be countless. And then him and Sarah get impatient. Sarah's barren. So then what happens? Okay. Hey, I, I want you to, uh, you know, be in bed with Hagar, my servant Abram, so that we could have babies that way. Cause maybe that's what God wanted. And that is not what God had intended, right? Like God was going to do it through um, him and Sarah. And so we sometimes will catch ourselves doing shortcuts, right? Settling for not what not, what is not God's best. And that's, kind of the one thing that we want to hit on too, and I'll let you guys kind of have the final thoughts is make sure you don't take something God spoke to you and then you try to manipulate it a different way, right? Um, which could be like, hey, I'm not going to do this with integrity. Uh, the way I'm going to achieve this is probably not in line with the scriptures, but it's for a good cause, right? With what God's cause is, or even this manifesting, well, this is what God said. So let me just speak to the universe. No, like that's, that's idol worship. That's a false God. 
and that's not biblical and that's that's very dangerous so a final thoughts guys from you on this whole thing and even even that topic itself for christians you know falling into it yeah no and I, th- I think this is such a dangerous thing and there's so much that we we may not be able to go over uh in this one podcast and so if you guys if this is something you feel like uh is, is speaking to you or you need more of we'd love to hear that um message us drop it in the comments if you want more of this kind of uh topic or content uh but something something interesting off of that too and in that scripture about abraham is highlighted in the new testament so when we think about the dangers um sorry i just lost my light too uh but what what one of the dangers that we have to be careful of uh these catchphrases that we maybe pull from scripture because that's what happens guys a lot of times is we we kind of pick pick out uh, certain scriptures out of context, and then we fit it into this idea of manifesting. Um, but something to be careful of, Romans 4, 16 and 17, it says, therefore, the promise comes by faith so that it may be the grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is God speaking. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. And I hear this catchphrase sometimes, and we have to be very careful with this, where it's kind of just takes that section at the end. It says, call things into being that were not. And so it's like, whether that's finances, whether that's possessions, whether that's a house, whether that's even, uh, you know, a promise from God or a dream that you have, hey, just call it into existence as if it is not, and it's going to happen. Well, the danger in that is, again, is that your idea or is that God's thought for your life? And so something for us as, as believers, as a Christian, when you are following God, First John speaks to this. In First John 5, it says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked for. And so don't get it mixed up where it's like, hey, I've asked God for this, therefore he should give it to me. No, like don't miss out on that part where it says, according to his will. What's the will of God? First Thessalonians talks about it. It talks about pray continually, give thanks always, like be in the presence of God, like Donald said. And then it says, then you will know what God's good and perfect will is for you. And so manifesting kind of takes that whole principle out and says, hey, I'm going to think it, therefore it's going to be, and and, and I'm going to just do it until it happens. But you're neglecting, one, the power and glory of God. But two, also, you might be neglecting completely the thing that God has for your life. You may go be going in a, in a, a direction of destruction, thinking that this is success, thinking that this is what I'm supposed to do. And so have you kind of be careful because that that is such an easy road to go down. Uh, and I think that's a thought I'll leave us with, guys, is, is be careful Uh, as a believer, that you are not going down a road that is your own thoughts, that is your own will, that is maybe your own desires, and they are not in line with what you have uh, actually done to seek out God, or you have maybe neglected to seek out God for what those things are. Go back to him. Make sure the things that I believe 100% in, in having a positive mindset and speaking life into what you do and who you are. Scripture time and time again uh, hits that and that our, our 
our words have the power of life and death. And so, yes, believing that that the things God has called you to do uh, and believing wholeheartedly and chasing after that, absolutely. But again, you have to bring it back to the glory and the power and the sovereignty of God, and you have to seek him for his will for your life, to trust that he has great plans for you and that it's not actually a jail cell, but there's such freedom when you can chase after the will of God for, for you in your life, and you can see those things. And it starts by, again, getting in his presence, seeking after him, and I believe that 100% he's going to reveal those things to you. And then you, you, you dwell on things of the Lord. You put those things in the forefront of your mind, in your heart, in your focus, in your attention. And God is going to bring the revelation in the midst of that. And so bring that focus back to God. Uh, don't just put this on yourself or, or just say that because I spoke it, it's going to happen. No, it's got to be in line with God and, and who he is and his character. So I'll leave it at that. Well, Brennan just spoke for me, so. <laughs> no, anything you want to add, though, Matt? No, I'm good. No, he literally just spoke everything I was going to say. So. <laughs> so, so Matt says ditto. Matt says ditto. <laughs> ditto, uh, ditto. Sorry, got got a little passionate there. I, I think this is such an important thing for us to to really recognize in our life and Christianity and the church uh, and just as people and the dangers that are kind of being. Uh, just lofted out there, maybe by some of the influencers that we watch. And I'm not calling them bad people at all, but we have to be careful to to really just call it what it is. So, yeah, and here's the deal. Um, and I mean, everybody's a sinner. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, there may not be bad people, but we're all sinners, right? And some people are just misguided. All three of us are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, something that I thought of and that I think will will end with um, based on what you just said, Brennan is let me, let me give you guys an example. Um, God calls two, uh, you know, person a and person B to the same thing. He's going to call them both to start businesses that are going to be able to give to missions a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, that, that those, you know, person A and person B person A, um, hears that calling, but then starts to kind of do it their own way. Um, doesn't really involve God in the journey, kind of speaks it into the universe, doesn't really, you know, obey God. Here's that, that initial calling and initial, and then just kind of runs with it. Person B walks hand in hand with Jesus. Um, and they let's say they both get there because this is why I want to I want to hit this because sometimes people are like well they got success or they yes like that still can happen right but some of this is between the judgment of them and God who was more obedient per, you know person A or person B because they both got to the final purpose and I would and this is kind of my belief I would say person B I would say the person that um, walked with Jesus that had relationship with God right we talked uh, the last couple weeks. I think it was, we were talking about Mary and Martha. Jesus and the disciples are at, at their house and Martha's serving, running, doing all these things and Mary's spending time with Jesus. So there's this principle uh, that we hit on over and over again on this podcast where it's like, Jesus is not just concerned about the destination, but really the journey. And then the other thing is like, I am such a believer because I've seen Jesus do it in my life that when you have, and I, I haven't done it all the time, and I'm, I'm still a work in progress and I'm still working on it, but there have been moments I have been where 
you are living moment by moment with Jesus in obedience to him, he can use you in ways that you never imagined. Uh, there's a story I wasn't able to tell uh, just recently because our podcast ended and I muted myself, but I was uh, I was coming from uh, <laughs> to handle a speeding ticket. Um, uh, this is when I was much younger. I don't get as many vehicle tickets anymore. I'm a better driver, but uh, this was in Bible school, and uh, we're headed. To, I was headed somewhere to Dallas to go to the MV, get there, and then I'm headed back. And this is before um, I I'm a little bit older. This is before I had a a phone with maps, right? <clears throat> and I'm not the best with directions uh, at all. So I, I get lost and I'm super frustrated. And I'm like lost for 30 or 40 minutes trying to find where like this highway is to get me back to where my Bible, my Bible college is. And I'm just getting so mad. And finally, like after driving around for 30 something minutes, I, you know, I'm, I'm cannot find where I'm going. I like whip into a gas station and I'm just like, Oh my goodness. And I walk into the, the front doors and the front doors are like sliders. So they slide open and literally like a foot in, uh, on the floor in the gas station is somebody who has had collapsed. Uh, it was some type of seizure or something. Ambulance was already on their way. There was a couple people there, uh, just kind of sitting with the person. And in that moment, I just knew the Holy Spirit wanted me to pray for them. And so I started interceding for them, praying for them, uh, praying in tongues very quietly and just praying uh, very quietly, like like whispers, you know, but people could tell I was praying for them. I, I put my hand on their on their shoulder or their arm or whatever. And I was just like praying very quietly, said amen, um, kind of got up. The ambulance came. They took them. A few moments later, uh, uh, the per, I guess a person came in that was their friend said, hey, I'm, I'm here to pick up. Uh, the keys and, and the car of the person who just went, to, you know, who just got sent to the hospital. And so as I'm walking out to my car, after I got directions of where I needed to go, I see that person and they head over to that car of the person who had collapsed. And I see in the front dash a Bible and I just go, oh my goodness. And I just, I realized in that moment that like, I was thinking I was getting lost for 30 minutes but actually God was like perfectly timing something um, so that I could pray for somebody in a moment of need. And my guess is one of his kids by seeing the Bible. I don't know for sure. I don't know the person. And so when I think about the example of person A and per person B that might have the same calling God gives them, but who lives more of a life of obedience, the reason I say person B is the coolest thing about living for God and what I've seen happens is that I bet you between person A and person B, the one who, okay, here's what God says and then kind of does it their own or person B who's like, okay, I'm going to walk hand in hand, day by day, moment by moment with you, Jesus, is that they get a lot of those stories. Is that they the purpose isn't just the end all goal of the career, of the business, of the ministry, of whatever that thing that God has you know, set in front of them. The purpose is everyday moments that lead up to that thing that we're walking towards. Um, everyday conversations, everyday miracles that Jesus wants to do in and through our life. And so that's what I think sometimes we could miss out on is that when we just have like one or two check bases in our life for like, okay, what God, what are you telling me to do? All right, I'm gonna keep heading that direction, talk to you later versus, hey God, I'm in relationship with you. I'm in communion with you. 
And I want to live this adventure with you because I think I'll have more miracles that are more impactful than that end all dream or vision that I finally get to uh, leading up to it. So, so yeah, that makes sense. You guys. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, we sometimes try and create the miracle, but it's, we have, we have to be looking towards the, the one that actually is, is the one that provides the miracle. And uh, yeah, we don't want to miss out on that. So. You know it. Don't want to miss out on them. Well, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening again uh, to Temporal Eternal. Once again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, comment. Um, also, we have some cool uh, hats, shirts, some just different gear, uh, just about eternity, um, about just Temporal Eternal, just keeping uh, Christ to the forefront of our lives and our hearts. And uh, yeah, we love you. I'll see you guys next week. Adios. See you guys.